Hey, welcome to episode 16 of Inside Kevin C. On this episode, we have my friend Michaela Finley. And Michaela and I have not seen each other in about six years. We met freshman year, actually, and it's been, yeah, five or six years since then. And um, we were pretty good friends back then, but haven't really spoken since. And despite that, I would still see lots of Snapchat stories of her, like, uh, in the mountains and stuff and in forests doing all sorts of crazy stuff. So I figured I would, um, message her and see what she's up to. And, uh, so I was fortunate enough to get her on the podcast. So definitely happy about that. And, uh, we really chat about a lot of different things. Um, most of it kind of what we've been doing with the, (laughs) with the last six years and beyond that, just a lot of sort of self-development stuff, health, mindfulness stuff, and um, career business stuff. She is studying to become a nutritional therapist, and that is really cool. So uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. I know I did, and uh, yeah, that's it. Like, they've been going over, like, stress management and stuff, so... That's kind of in my forte since I graduated with a psych degree. Dang. Did you graduate in 2017? Yeah. It's been a long I time. I made it. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> Do you remember Brooke Graham? She was the gymnast. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, so I ended up living with her and then we graduated together. Okay, really nice. Exciting. Yeah, I think... Yeah, thinking back to it, it's like, oh yeah, Michaela, such a good friend of mine, yeah. and it's like, so actually, like I knew you for time. one year, and that yeah. was like six years ago, right? and really haven't kept up at all. Yeah, I've been kind of all over the place. Yeah, especially with the Forest Service, like, I lived yeah, there so six months out of the year. What happened? How did you get involved with that? Um, graduating year, I went to one of those career fairs, Okay. and they were like, I went there at like four in the afternoon, right before it was getting closed, because I always procrastinate everything. And I was like, oh, forest stuff, like, I backpack, this, this would be fun. And they're like, you have until 10 to apply. And 10 to 9? Yeah. Wow. And it was like this really long application process and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I got called like two weeks later and moved to Saito City. So you're just like down to commit, like yeah. I mean, <laughs> and you said they don't even pay you very well. This will be fun. Yeah. Uh, no, but like it was the job itself. I don't know. I've, really? So they really yeah. talked you into it? Yeah. Well, I've kind of always like done things because I felt like it or they're interesting, mm-hmm. um, and so it kind of just fit along with how I live my life. So, yeah. Three years later, I'm, now I'm the trail crew lead. Trail crew lead, huh? So that's not over. No, well, so you're it's saying over you're getting seasonally. evicted. Yeah, which they I don't, gave I don't know if you were just joking no. or if you were. They gave me a one-week notice to move out. They were like, we need to winterize the house that you're living in this week. <laughs> and okay. uh, so yeah, I really only had a couple days to do that because then I went to. Vegas. Yeah, dang. Uh, I just yeah. jet setting everywhere. Yeah, and then I'm going to Montana next week. So. Nice. <laughs> it's just been pretty busy, which works with my online school. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You're trying to travel a lot. What are you yeah. in Montana for? Um, my brother lives up there, so I'm going to go visit him. He's going to Ireland for Thanksgiving, and then I'm not going to see him 
for Christmas. So yeah. this is like our holidays. Is he in Bozeman or where is he? He's up in Helena. So it's actually the capital, right? Yeah. 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 Um, he got his master's at VSU for computer sciences, so he does. Oh yeah, I do know him actually. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Were you like in his computer science class? Or no. no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was. I uh, I didn't have a single math class nice. my whole college career. They so. only made me take statistics, and I took three years of statistics. For psychology. And then I used. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's like the research side of it. Okay. But it worked out because I did the directive research part of it, and I actually ran the stats for a program that went through the kinesiology. No, health sciences. So I ended up being useful. Yeah, until I graduated and then like, who has FPSS on their computer? I don't even know what that means, so yeah. <laughs> it's like this statistical software, but yeah, it's like, not useful anymore. Um, no, yeah. That's kind of how I feel about my philosophy degree. How'd it go? Like, it was good the whole way through. Yeah. I did well, but... Do you find yourself using it? Uh... I mean, I think my mind is probably better for it, and I'm smarter for it, but I've been getting into a lot of weird, like, train your mind, wooey stuff a little bit. That's not And so, no, I mean, I'm getting into it, so I agree, but a lot of my, a lot of the qualities you want to lean into as far as being skeptical and doubtful about anything and everything are not practical for living your life, it turns out, in every situation. I mean, obviously there's yeah. a balance, but yeah. if you're doubting yourself and skeptical about your own ability all the time, then that's just going to hold you back. Yeah, so you kind of have to have a special view of yourself, I think, to maximize your, your own performance. No, I agree with that. So. And like, especially in today's world with like so much depressing news and like everyone's I know, I stopped at a watching million miles an news, hour. Yeah. Same. That is, <laughs> like I know that's useful. really ignorant. Yeah. Well I I mean I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah. Either way, really. I mean if they start putting people in camps, maybe, I guess. <laughs> they do put people in camps though. When? Um, like, weren't there those border camps when they were Oh, yeah, that's true. I still don't know about that. Yeah, But well, illegal immigrants. Yeah. There's... I feel like too many people had opinions on politics and were, like, trying to shove them in my face. Like people you know, or...? Or just, like, politicians, or the news, or just, like, reporters in general. The news is for sure. Yeah. But... I just feel like the cycle of like spend an hour of my day listening to something that is not going to do anything and make me feel emotionally worse. Yeah. Some people even get affected to the extent that they like can't be productive for the next yeah, period of like, time. It's definitely a mood killer. Yeah. <laughs> and but then it's you're like, like anxious about the world state. And, like, yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely feel like it can help your mindset to kind of just set it aside. Like, know it's there and just not reflect on it as much. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I still haven't come to like what I think is the optimal position to be in as far as like how you should treat that stuff. Because yeah, yeah, like there are. What do you do about moral atrocities on the other side of the world? Do you just like Feel flip your life either. over? You're yeah, it's there. like the feeling is is not useful unless it motivates you to act, right? Yeah. yeah. And if you're not gonna act. Well, you could be one of those people that just like puts up those filters on their Facebook profile photo. Yeah, I've yet to and, do like, that. And donate two dollars or something. <laughs> is that what it's? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I just see those people all the time. I don't know about causes, but there's a lot of like, happy Veterans Day, or, I mean, that's <laughs> an obtuse example, but like, <laughs> I don't know, like gay rights or uh, like Valentine's a Day. For everything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> there's too many causes to help, like, or just be more Can't help them all. Yeah. Send two cents to each cause. <laughs> that's like, what you what get. is that too for them? Nothing, yeah. Yeah. Pay some administrator. Yeah, the that's, people that are like that's the thing. setting up the pages, gathering the phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a good con. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Nothing. I'm gonna ignore it. That's yeah. my current I'm gonna plan. Keep living my life. <laughs> it's alright. Yeah. So what have you been doing since uh, college? Good question. So for a while I was gonna try to go to grad school, but... It's expensive. Not for me, because to do anything with philosophy, uh -huh. you have to get a PhD, really, Yeah. if you want to teach it. Right. And you could if write you're a even book. getting in... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the options are. I'm still interested in writing a book, probably not about philosophy, right. or at least that kind of philosophy. Right. But, yeah, no, it's, it's just... It's so time, school, school would be so time consuming and... It's really a full-time job. Seriously, yeah. And it's like five years to get a PhD. And, um, oh yeah, so I probably wouldn't have to pay for it because the spots are so limited for those programs anyways that the school usually just pays for it. Oh, so that okay. wasn't a concern. But then I'd be even in an even worse job market than I am now as a philosophy graduate um, because I'd be so overqualified and then yeah. there's so few positions. Yeah. It's just bad for, for people in that spot. So I was going to do that, stop doing that, started to get into uh, business stuff, decided I didn't want that. Back to philosophy, mm -hmm. and then back to business stuff. And so now I'm in real estate school. Yeah. Okay. And I just got back from my first week. Oh, so that's, that's awesome. why, yeah. So it's gone. Um, kind of well. presentable. Yeah. Yeah. Very. So it's going well, and you like it? Yeah. I mean, it's a two-week course, and I just finished my test. I passed it. So. Congrats. If I didn't pass it, I probably would have canceled. <laughs> <laughs> like that's enough for me. Yeah. Nice. So then do you start your own real estate or do you like join a That's the cool thing about it is, yeah, you join brokerages, mm -hmm. but you're an independent contractor, so really okay. you just work for yourself and then you have it's like just a relationship with a brokerage, so they give you stuff and then you give them uh, part of your money, a split, sometimes a monthly fee, sometimes both, depending on what they give you. Right. So right now I'm like shopping around basically for brokerages to work for. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of fun. It's like. I mean, 
like there's a really good housing market right now, right? I know. It's amazing. It's like the best place in North America. Yeah, really. which is insane. Also, okay, I don't mean to go back to politics, but did you see that guy, um, like his entire platform, I think he was running for mayor or something. This whole Here? platform, yeah, it was getting rid of uh, us on the top 10 list of like places to live and stuff. And he's like, we need fewer people. Like, I don't care about money problems or road problems. Like, That's if we had funny. less Just people, that? it would solve all our problems. Yeah, he's anti-growth with his campaign. <laughs> and he didn't win. No, 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 I can't imagine that he did. Well, what's her face, McLean one, right? Or is that governor? See, I can't even get it straight. I don't it's know, bad. I don't know. I see her posters places, so... She won whatever she... Wanted to. <laughs> whatever she was running for, <laughs> yeah. I think a mayor politics or a governor, yeah. She won politics this month. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's kind of Apparently, uh, I heard today in class that Idaho had for 70,000 people moved to Idaho either this year or last year. I don't know if that's net or gross, because like, people are moving out, I yeah. assume, too, so yeah. I don't know. But, that's still insane. I feel like yeah. there's just so many apartment complexes that are yep. thrown up. up everywhere. So fast. Everywhere near my parents' house, too. Like, mm -hmm. we used to just live way like out, out there. cows everywhere around us and yeah. it's, the houses are slowly creeping towards us that's how uh that's how my school was in nampa we yeah. were surrounded by cornfields and now like there's so many apartment buildings yeah that's on what what street is that orchard no midland midland and, and flamingo flamingo yeah, yeah. I do medical delivery also, so I drive oh, nice. out there. Out there? <laughs> yeah. See the school? Yeah. Uh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you, have you heard about my old private school's, like, drama? No, oh, I haven't. Nah, but, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't, I don't read the news. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. it's on Facebook. Oh. Um, but yeah, some former students are, I went to Cole Valley. Yeah. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. And... There's this whole Pole Valley Speaks campaign now about how rules need to change and like some teachers need to go and so it's just like this series of like blog posts and interviews uh, of all these former students talking about how they're mistreated and all this stuff. So yeah, it's pretty intense. Well, do you feel like you were mistreated? No. Well, I got out of there pretty early, ninth yeah. grade. Okay. So. And I. At least in high school, for sure, I was the type to fly under the radar. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, my whole idea was like be as quiet as possible, get good grades, try not to disappoint your parents. Yeah, it's like, a good strategy. <laughs> yeah. That's not how I live now. But. No, I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, my, yeah, none of that stuff was like intentional for me. My high school stuff of like. Be quiet, fly under the radar because people will. Actually, maybe, I don't know. It's very subconscious stuff, you know, your, your own personality and how you act. Yeah. Well, especially like, I feel like most of the time people just live subconsciously and like don't know a lot of why they do what they do. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. Most of our actions are habits. Yeah. Which I've also been reading this other book about. Um, it's specifically about habits. What is it called? It's called Not Breaking the Habits of Media. That's another one. Um, Better Than Before is what it's called. And it's about how there's different... Like, you know, you have different personality types. Um, and so, like, people build and break habits differently. And Oh, really? Yeah, so I was reading it because... Like, as a practitioner, you want to help promote healthy change, especially in lifestyle for your clients. Like, that's pretty much the whole idea of nutritional therapy. So are you actually, like, a therapist? Um, I've been a therapist before. Now, it's called a, it's just a practitioner. So, the differences are slim. Like, you make recommendations based on the clinical assessment that you run and the info that it's gathered and uh, make recommendations based on that. But I feel like therapy is usually directed more towards like mental support. Right. And nutritional therapy is more generalized towards it views the body as a whole, so it's like mind and body. So it does have psychological components to it. Yeah, it does. Okay. But it's not it's just, based, you seek like, to solve counseling. that through nutrition. Yeah. So. Like, what do most people come to you for? Like, I could see how nutrition affects how you think a lot. If you have a really bad diet, it's going to screw you up. Oh, it does. But as far as, like, can you really solve all of a person's, like, mental problems with nutrition though? Um, I mean, obviously part of it is genetics, so you have uh, the tendencies and like the DNA structures, so um, it, like most answers, it depends um, to what extent, but it's definitely a good place to start because if your body and mind are out of balance due to nutrient deficiencies or dehydration in general yeah. or if your digestion like are absorbing all the nutrients that you're even putting into your body so you could be eating a healthy diet but not you know reaping the benefits of eating a healthy diet what would cause that um we're learning a lot about like the microbiome yeah you know, the, so drink lots of kombucha right <laughs> Yes and no, because you could be lacking like certain strands of bacteria, or so taking probiotics definitely, but like kombucha is one form of probiotics. But you also need prebiotics. I've heard of that. Can you buy those in stores? You can. Yeah, you can. Um, there's also some natural food sources. I want to say, and it's through the same process of fermentation. But yeah, you can just buy them in capsule form too. Um, I've gotten a few from natural grocers. But, uh, I feel like I've heard that. Yeah. There's this really good book called The Brain Maker, and it kind of explains more in depth about why you need to heal the microbiome and stuff. Do you think the average, or I guess the average American diet is kind of already a stigmatized uh, phrase, yeah. but the actual 
average American diet. So like, not just cheeseburgers, but whatever people are actually eating, yeah, uh, is sort of causing damage to the microbiome. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so likely funny. mine is is jacked up. The acronym SAD stands for the Standard American Diet because our diet is very sad. Um, it's not only about like the kinds of food you eat, but the quality. So, like by buying organic foods, you're reducing the amount of toxins that you're introducing to your body, which then you have the immune response combating those, right? So that's stress, and then inflammation causes more problems. So it's just this chain reaction. Um, and I'm not saying like you have to buy everything organic, but it's like definitely food quality. If you eat seasonally, your body can digest those foods easier. Um, and you can even see that. Interesting. I haven't. Yeah. yeah I haven't thought of that. It's kind of based on like I don't know if you've heard about the ancestral diet or. Um, their nutritive lifestyle is like back in the day you know there's hunters and gatherers and like you can't eat all of the foods all year round and that's how our body like grew oh, so and adapted okay. yeah so that's the basis of that idea and then so do you think most of the problems can maybe this isn't even now because it, it does seem like it would be hard to know but if I'm eating a really good balance of macro and micronutrients and I'm ignoring the uh, I guess further elements like how natural something is or how produced something is or how in season something is, am I going to be mostly alright? I mean, is, does that make up most of the percentage? Like, um... Again, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, like, say you're eating that way, and then that person over there is also eating that way, but it's how your body's different in processing it. So everyone is bio-individualistic. And um, I guess the tests that we're learning kind of tailor the diet to the person rather than just making a blanket statement about diet. But it's definitely a good place to start. And like, if you eat the right amounts of macronutrients, then you'll have less fatigue, better energy, increased mood, decrease. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now, but micronutrients even I kind of ignore. Yeah. And they highly processed. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a big one is like, refined sugar and food processing. So that that's a really good question. So, when people say processed foods, do they just mean that there's going to be sugar in there? No. Okay. No. So, uh, processed foods, I mean, you could have, like, a sugar-free ice cream. Right, but or... when people say processed foods are bad, do they mean that because most processed foods have a lot of sugar based on a matter of description? No, it's the, the process itself. Right, so even that, even if I'm eating sugar-free, highly processed foods, that's going to have a negative impact on Yes. Yeah. So there's, <laughs> there is this good tip that I was learning from one of my videos, and it's like, when you walk into a grocery store, try to shop, like, the borders 
Oh, really? Yeah. You know, it's like the meats and uh, dairy. You start, you produce. usually start with the produce, yeah, and then like all the refined stuff they keep in the middle. So right. if you stick to the borders, like you're definitely taking a step up. But, so how have you transformed your diet and your life? Um, that is a really good question. <laughs> I didn't know that I was sensitive to gluten, and like that's made a huge difference. And I'm not just like, because there's a lot of gluten-free items, like there's an entire aisle that you can go to, but still it's like highly processed, and there's added sugars. There's other things. Yeah. So. It's basically just like cutting out those foods with the gluten. Um, you feel better or? Yeah, like I used to get really bad stomach pains and um, feel really lethargic a lot. Um, I guess I've been, like the biggest thing is I've been noticing how food affects me and so just like mindlessly eating. Wait and see, even in, like five, ten minutes to an hour after you eat, um, because after that hour, your body's still digesting it, so you kind of feel that process, and, like whether it's painful or not, or <laughs> yeah. you know, even just like a headache or something, being that you're eating too much carbs. Yeah. Oh, carbs can cause headaches. Yeah. Some people, I guess. Like it's about that balance of. Definitely macronutrients, but then obviously micronutrients right. are also essential. Yeah. Seems like such a huge process of elimination to find the like optimal. Yeah, I feel like balance for your body. It can definitely feel overwhelming, and I think that's why natural healthcare is so good. I don't know, maybe I'm biased, but uh, it's good to have a direction. Natural healthcare, I've never heard that, but yeah. it just means money for non-prescription health items or what? Yeah, so like you were just saying, you went to your physician and they told you you had acid reflux and did they prescribe you? I mean, you don't have to say yes or no, but usually oh, prescribe. they uh, prescribe something. He, he recommended something mm -hmm. and I was like... I'm not gonna pay for that, so I didn't. Yeah, exactly. And especially so, a lot of their recommendations are like patented medications, right? Uh, patented meaning? Um, like name brands. Like they sure, have done yeah. the research on it. And you can, that's buy, why you can buy the other. The off brand. Yeah. And stuff. But still, an off brand is still patented. Right, okay. I was more saying, like, because natural health care leans more towards supplements, which can't be patented. Um, oh, I see. So the... Yeah. Yeah, so it's the combination. more of, instead of treating symptoms, you're treating and finding the cause or the source of the problem. Yeah. The medical issue, yeah. So, like, as a nutritional therapist, you can't diagnose and treat, but you can look at how a person is feeling and make recommendations based on what their body is telling them and you. I like that. I like, because I, I, I'd like to solve the, 
originating cause and not the symptoms or anything, yeah. especially, yeah, mostly concerned with myself, you know, like, um, my parents are getting older now and I'm realizing like, oh man, they're just like, just tiptoeing into the like, maybe get on blood thinners or whatever, yeah. high blood pressure, anti-high blood pressure medication is, right. and uh, I just know like, that's not the way to go for me. And what's cool for you, I think, from a business side too, it sounds like you can avoid a lot of just issues with liability and other things too, if you are not diagnosing people. Yeah. And it's all, theoretically, your customer base is going to be people who are kind of already interested in your way of doing things. Right. Versus like, like they're kind of already like They wouldn't committed. come to me, yeah, yeah, if they had a different ideal. Right. But, yeah, I agree with that. Um, like, definitely there's liability in, like, if you recommend too much of one supplement and it, they come back and say that it caused death. something. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. they wouldn't come back and say it caused death, but, yes. No, no. I, they might really come back for you. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> other dimension uh, but yeah you definitely like you don't deal with insurance as much which I hear yeah. is a giant hassle you're kind of like a industry. it's like a health like coach. a consultant or yeah like, yeah like here's my recommendation like take it or not but you know you're if yeah. you don't you're gonna be right where you are which is where you don't want to be and so is there a difference between prescribing something or like an MD and a nutritional therapist? Yeah, so per, like... So you're just suggesting, suggesting. Yeah, prescription medications, you can't get without a prescription. Makes sense. But, like, we would never recommend a prescription. Because they would have to go back to a physician that would have to write that. Like, we're not allowed to Right, do so that. you can't even prescribe. Right, yeah. right. So that's, that's why awesome. there's supplements and lifestyle changes and nutrition choices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I like only found out about it like a year ago. Really? <laughs> yeah. But I just kind of fell head first into it. It makes sense. I mean, there's probably lots of things in the world that even if no one's doing it yet, you can like combine like nutrition and therapy, for example. Yeah. And start your own thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of the nutritional therapists in the Boise area, uh, they do that. So I called some of them before I started the program just to see how they like the program and everything. And like one of them is a massage therapist and Really? Yeah, so she's just like adding it to her practice. Oh, um, Yeah, so it's just another direction. Definitely like becoming more prevalent in Idaho. Yeah. It's already super popular in like Oregon and Washington. Slightly more, more hippie states. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More like geared toward holistic wellness yeah. and open minded about it. But it's just like, it's definitely more difficult in the Western culture that we'll just like take the prescription mindlessly and see results but then you have to be on that do you mean forever. it's it's difficult in the sense of like 
trying to convince people that <laughs> there's a better way. Yeah, because yeah. like especially with insurance, it's so easy to just go to a doctor, have them tell you what they think is wrong, and then take a prescription. Sim- but it's simplicity like, and convenience sell like none other. Yeah. But like doing the research and finding your own like alternative healthcare when things aren't working out because usually I don't know, in my experience at least, like I took antidepressants for years and they just made me feel so much worse and like mm. the side effects were worse than like the original issue. Um and so turning away from that awesome it's hard it's harder to convince people but like you said the people that would be coming to me are like already interested in it yeah yeah in some sense you kind of you kind of have some maybe guaranteed business to start right but then making the leap into the greater uh, population or demographic is going to be than it otherwise would be. Yeah. Especially, like, I don't know, people can be pretty close-minded about it. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Um, At least what I've found. But, I don't know, to me, it just makes sense to give, like, if your body's not producing enough of something to help it... Stomach acid. Stomach acid. Then instead of, yeah, instead of treating the symptoms of that, like getting to the root cause of why do you have too much or not enough stomach acid or... So in the case of GERD or actual GERD, mm-hmm. uh, it's too much, I don't know, explain it to me. It's too much, it's not too much acid coming from the external, is it? No. Um, so the the common theory is that you have too much stomach acid, so right. to prescribe something to like an it. acid blocker, an antacid, that would make your stomach more alkaline, but that, that treats the symptom, like the burn is gone. Right. Um, but if your stomach acid is too alkaline, it's not going to digest your foods so um, at least what the book was saying was that it's not a problem with the stomach acid I mean it can be if you get it measured and it comes out to be that way then that's another conversation off the charts yeah Um, but he was saying that usually in his practice he's found that it's the valve you have a sphincter valve between your esophagus and My your stomach. My dog told me about this. <laughs> yeah, um, called the LES, and he said, like, if it's weakened, then it can, like, spasm or just relax, and that's how you're mm. getting reflux into the esophagus, which burns. So, that's probably my... Well, I don't know, because I really only have burping symptoms. Mm-hmm. I don't have, like, heartburn or anything like that. Right. So is that a result of the valve, you think? Yeah, it could be. I mean, if you don't have the symptoms of the burn, which would be the acid coming up through that, it could 
be the valve opening when it's not supposed to be. But yeah, definitely, like, um, I would say if you did have somebody tell you that it's because of too much stomach acid without measuring it, like, they don't know. He didn't say I have too much stomach acid, but he's like, you probably have GERD. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, you also wouldn't know it unless you got it measured. Yeah, that's and, true. But yeah, it could be the valve. But I'm also, like, I just read one book. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, Take it. I'm going to ask or you the question, it. and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I know that you know. you're not some uh, GERD scientist. Right. <laughs> the book is called Why Stomach Acid is Good for You. Okay. If you wanted to I mean, read it makes it. sense. I mean, it's a balance. Everything yeah. in the body is, is a balance. Yeah, so. and I mean, symptoms come from when things are out of balance. So. Yeah. So what do you think about, I don't know, this is going to be just another question, but ashwagandha, have you heard of that? No. Okay, never mind. So you won't have any opinions on its effectiveness. It's yeah, supposed to like reduce cortisol levels and help you sleep better and it promotes relaxation. What is the practice? No, it's a supplement. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought maybe it was like Reiki or something. No. Okay. I have heard of that though. Yeah. I've been, uh... I had a very interesting experience. Oh, you actually did it for, for real? Uh, not on purpose. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I was on my flight to Vegas. And the lady sitting nice. next to me, you know, on the like way to the, Vegas. The small talk. Okay, so precursor. I went to Vegas to visit um, my friend that I grew up with. Her and her husband live in Vegas. Okay, cool. So I'm not going to like party or whatever. We went hiking and got pizza and stuff. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I'm flying to Seattle, which was my connecting flight to Vegas. It was really cheap. No I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so this lady was sitting next to me out of Boise and, uh, you know, like, oh, what do you do for work? Where are you going? Um, well, she is a divine, no, a healer inspired by the divine. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, and That's what you should do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She has had a lot of... Um, visions uh -huh. and like experiences where she was blessed with these healing gifts and I haven't had those so I probably won't be a Reiki healer but <laughs> anyway uh, she asked me her first question was like oh hey um, do you have a black dog and I was like <laughs> no actually I don't have any dogs but I really love them and she's like oh like I see a black dog is like laying its head on your knee. Like, are you really connected with one? And like literally less than a week ago, my friend, uh, her dog passed away and he is a black dog. And I was like, I don't know, like maybe it's him. And she was like, oh, he says his name is Bastion. And I was like, yeah, his name was Sebastian. And like, her sister's little really? boy would call him Bastion. Yeah. And I was like, 
I guess you can continue. Like now, my interest is deep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she like went into these like phases of my life, and she was giving me these gifts, which are invisible. <laughs> and uh, what's your like, life? What's gonna happen? Um, she doesn't like talk about. Well, she wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't like telling me my future, but she was saying like Seb was gonna come back as like a big dog, and she was like like a Saint Bernard or something. And I was like, that's weird because Sebastian, the same owner, has two Saint Bernards that are gonna be breeding, and she was like, yeah, he's gonna be one of their puppies. Yeah, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just wanted to sleep on the flight. And yeah. I'm in, like, this spiritual healing Did energy Did you feel experience. healed? Or relaxed? Um, I felt a lot of really weird things, and I couldn't tell, like, my brain wants to be like, no, it was, like, altitude sickness, or, like, the plane was just hot or something. But, like, she said there was this point where she was, um you know, visually pulling glass out of the bottom of my feet and they were gonna be tingling and they were tingling and like it could be a placebo effect or it could be energy healing. I don't know. No, yeah, I mean I but, believe uh, like you could literally feel that for yeah. sure if you're there, hypnotized or whatever you wanna call it. I don't even know. It was I definitely it felt cool. it. Yeah. So, I kinda want that's that. my experience with Reiki. I have her card if you want it. I don't want to pay for but, uh, it. I want oh, for oh, yeah. Okay, well, you have to be on the right plane, I guess. Shoot. So. That is going to be also very expensive yeah. <laughs> to yeah. try to roll the dice. But as far as did I feel healed, like, I felt like she addressed a lot of uh, things in my life that, you know, I've been ignoring. But. So, yeah, in a way. In a way. Yeah, I kind of... See, yeah, I think that stuff is, like, basically psychological or mm -hmm. mental. At least coming from her. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I've been trying to figure out how you can kind of do that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Where you do certain, like, mental exercises and... change your like subconscious thoughts about yourself and experiences you've had. I am addicted to self-help books. <laughs> yeah, I've too. been reading a lot of them. Self-development um, books. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, self-help makes me cringe. But yeah. Okay, well self-development books and yeah. about like mindfulness. Yeah, and, like, that word also makes me cringe, but yeah. Being, well, I feel like meditation kind of makes me cringe a little bit because it has a really like religious aspect to it uh, but the book that I was reading was saying how um, it's just a practice like anything else you practice um, yeah I think that's right like being more aware of your thoughts and how you feel like just by being more aware you can create a better outlook for yourself yeah exactly like when you're aware you can catch the negative thought and then you can 
maybe if it's the first time you realize, you can analyze it and be like, is this true? Yeah. No, or it's not reasonable that it's true. Or if you, even if you don't know, you can decide for yourself what's more useful yeah. for it to be true or not to be true. And like, then, sort of, yeah, set that in motion. Because, like, you it. view the world itself through your perception, and, like, yeah. not everything that builds your perception is necessarily right. It's more conditioned. Yeah. yeah. It's all conditioned. It's crazy. Society. Yeah. <laughs> Society. <laughs> Religious upbringing. Well, it's, yeah, it's everything, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think... For me, mostly, it's been views about self-image, or I guess self-imaging already entails views, but it's like, how do I understand myself, and based on that understanding, how am I going to act, and if I'm doing these actions versus these, then I'm going to get one outcome versus another. So if I want one outcome, I need to figure out the actions that it's going to take, and once I figure out that, I can figure out the mindset it takes to get there, and then I need to put myself in that mindset and that understanding of myself. That is practicing mindfulness. Yeah. Even if you don't like that word. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. No, that's very good. Very intuitive. It's been fun. It is kind of addicting. Yeah. There is that part of it that's like Like, spending a lot of time doing this. Like, Like reading a book isn't just like a afternoon activity. Yeah. yeah, I do lots of audiobooks because I drive a lot. Oh, okay. So it's maybe it is an afternoon nice, activity. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does feel a little bit like you could get caught in this, like just read these books for twenty years. Yeah. I don't, again, that's just a part of me that's. But the important skeptical. part, though, is that you're practicing it, though. I'm not. Like, yeah, I want to. I'm going to let's say mm-hmm. start meditating. But, but even you're being active about like understanding your choices yeah. in the direction you want to go. I well, feel like a and lot my of language people, too. Yeah, very important. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't really know themselves that well either. Like you can just get so caught up in going through the motions of life and like nine to five, and then what do you do from five to nine? Like nothing. that's how your life is. But nothing. Yeah, a uh, little to nothing. Makes yeah, it makes me sad when people do nothing. Yeah. Like, I'm too tired. No energy. Yeah. And that that's definitely I feel like created in this culture because we just run ourselves so fast paced and like when do we have time for ourselves? And then oh it's selfish to have time for yourself. You have to go hang out with friends. Which is a good thing, like community, but I'm just saying like people don't prioritize knowing themselves yeah it's and sad. the friends is a whole nother thing too because your mindset is crazily shaped by them yeah what you think is acceptable or not acceptable yeah and the fear of missing out or yeah not being there i don't know i found that like i really struggled with telling people no like i don't want to go hang out right now i just need like a night <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm usually more conflicted within myself about it. It's like, I really want to, in the back of my head, it's like, it's probably gonna suck. Yeah. I don't know. 
I feel like I definitely ask myself that question if it's like an activity involving more than five people, you know? <laughs> like, there's just too much going on. I'm like, well, that sounds like a bad time. <laughs> well, in those groups, it feels like you really have to be, at least for me, I'm not going to really enjoy that experience if I'm just quiet the whole time. Yeah. If I'm not going to be quiet the whole time, I really have to be like on my game. Yeah, like more extroverted, more. Which witty, comes with more like whatever. putting up this image of like somebody that you think they want you to be, or even that yeah, you feel or you that should I wanna be. be yeah. yeah. See, that, that's the thing. Like, I want to be able to mentally like put myself in that state when it's convenient. Right. And then, naturally, I think it turns off, you know, you, yeah. you drive 10 exhausting. minutes in silence and you're like, oh dang, all my energy's gone. Yeah. But, do you think there's like a required amount of rest time or like a significant amount of time you need to yourself? Um, I feel like I've been saying this a lot, but it depends. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, do you think you can train yourself like, to work more and more and more and still have it be healthy. I think that, like, because the brain can adapt, right? Yeah. It's neuroplasticity. You can adapt to any situation. So I think that uh, it's possible. Is it good for you to be working all the time? Um, I don't think so. It's like you're just releasing so much norepinephrine, epinephrine, and cortisol. And like, how is that affecting your blood sugar regulation and stressing your adrenals? So I think that it is possible, but I don't think that it would be good. That's an issue with caffeine too. I think is burning out your adrenal reserves, yeah. elevated cortisol levels, and. Uh, what, what are, do you know what the two different states are, like parasympathetic and parasympathetic? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So there's fight or flight, sympathetic, Okay. and yeah. parasympathetic is called rest and digest. Rest and digest? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so ideally, when you're eating anything, which I know this doesn't work out for driving or traveling a lot, but you should be in a parasympathetic state. When you're eating? It aids digestion. So like you really so you need to be stressed out. Yeah, no, you don't want to be stressed. Oh, para, out. para is chill. Yeah, okay, yeah, chill. That makes sense. Rest and digest. So like, even That's if you're <laughs> you're like watching TV or if you're in traffic or something, your mind is engaged elsewhere, right? Like you're not really resting. So it's going to affect digestion and slow down the process. Dang, so yeah, even if you're physically resting, you're not you're mentally, not mentally resting. resting, which causes physical unrest, I guess. Yeah, because they're connected. Yeah. It makes sense. Dang. Yeah. I feel so limited. So limited? <laughs> so limited by all these no, encumbrances on optimizing my performance. I know that's not the way to look at it. If you just want to be as efficient as possible. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, and healthy, if that's a part of efficiency. Oh, no, it for sure yeah. is. Like, because a healthy individual should have enough energy to go about their day. Yeah. You don't have that, like, morning crash or that afternoon, like, classic 3 o'clock coffee break. Yeah. It's been tough sitting in a classroom for a nine hours yeah, these two like, weeks like it affects your uh, circulation do they yeah. let you go outside at all? Uh, every hour hour and a half we get a break or lunch oh so nice okay it's not bad i just walk around the building right. once yeah take a lap that's good <laughs> but it's like i haven't done that in so long just sat there for even in college, mm -hmm. every hour and a half, you're like walking across campus to the next, to the next class. class. Well, yeah. A nice break. And then I would like longboard or bike to class. Yeah. And Any exercise to and from school. Yeah. Well, so you know the chilies over by BSU? Yeah. So I lived like, behind the chilies. Okay, nice. Not on like the street or anything, but like the apartment. <laughs> okay. Um, Are they really colorful back there? Yeah, so there's the colorful ones, yeah. and then there's the plain white ones. Okay. I lived in those. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but yeah, uh, so I could just take the green belt to and from. And, like, it was really awesome. nice. Yeah. But yeah. Under the bridge. Yeah. I haven't, I don't know, I don't think I've had a job where I sit that much. Because like the Forest Service, I'm hiking ideally awesome. six to eight hours a day. Yeah. And then, That'd be super fit to do that. Yeah, it's so much fun though. Like, I just want to be more fit. Yeah, despite the fit to accomplish more. But um, then like in the off season, I worked as a behavioral support specialist um, in the school district. So it's like helping kids with uh, mental or behavioral disabilities um, or aggressive tendencies. That seems tough. It was, it was really tough, yeah, um, but it's like helping them in school, so you're constantly walking with them from class to class and stuff. Oh, thanks, you're with them, like, the whole day. Yeah, yeah, um, well, they're, so they can be, like, a danger to themselves or others or the teachers, and it's really, like, preventative, um, but also <laughs> therapeutic when events do happen, but yeah. I don't know, like sitting for a whole day. I don't know how people do it. It sucks. I don't it know. seems like a lot. Yeah, I, I definitely lose some thinking ability. Yeah. A couple hours in. Even. Do you feel like antsy at all? Like after you've been there for no, a while? No, I feel like at least I feel like my face is frozen over basically. Do you mm -hmm. ever you know when you first wake up really early? kind of have that like like your eyes barely work yeah yeah it's like i feel like that and when work? i wake up early i just get bags oh, no. no this is just in this class because oh, okay. i work work starts at noon for me <laughs> so okay it's so never an issue and with that delivery it's like you're in and out of the car oh okay time. that's nice and it's not bad but like being a realtor then well i guess you being can, a realtor will be you, like show the better. homes yeah. and like you're traveling around. okay that would be nice I thought maybe like the sitting was gonna be part of your job or you're just like out of control. Not extreme sitting, no. Okay. That's good. Just the two week like crash course yeah. licensing class. Like okay. you're gonna be here for ninety hours this week. 
90 hours a week? Wait, no, that doesn't, that's not right. 90 hours for two weeks, so okay, it's 45 yeah. hours per week. Yeah. Okay. So she's like barely over like, a full time job. I was like, they're trying to kill it. You sleep there too. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's um, part of their brainwashing technique. Yeah, seriously. But, yeah, it just, it sucks. The class overall is nice. All the people are nice, the information's sometimes interesting. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, sitting for that long. And I know there's all those studies on how early you die based on how often you sit. You know, like every three hours you sit, you lose an hour or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That no. freaks me out. I'm like, I'm going to get a blood clot any second in my own leg. <laughs> I mean, you could, uh, they have those, like, exercise ball things you can sit on on, just, like, bounce around. Yeah. I don't know if I want to bring that to class, though. We incorporated them in the, the high school that I worked at. And really? It was helpful. In a classroom? Yeah. It was really helpful. It was like a incentive, or an incentive. Um, like if they did good throughout the day, they could like sit on it during their last class or something. Okay, yeah. But yeah. That's cool. Uh, then it became a distraction. <laughs> they were getting thrown around and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, Actually, the I, I've been interviewing realtors also, mm -hmm. and the front desk lady at one of the brokerages was sitting on like a huge ball. Oh, nice! I forgot about it. Yeah. And she also had like a movable desk and everything. See, you so she was. It to work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We have it's pretty funny. This uh, office lady, she's an office lady for the Forest Service, which I always feel so bad for because like they're right next to the forest, but they, they stay in the there. office. Yeah, but she has one of those like treadmill desks. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she has like a screen of like yeah, walking she's, through like, a typing forest. And, like, <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Although it's her choice. Yeah. No. She needs to take control she's and she really doesn't like good it. at like social skills and representing the forest service. That's good. Yeah. I feel that's like something that's I'm always thinking about too. Like, like social how skills. I'm across and how can I improve it? Oh yeah. Yeah, I feel like especially you want to fit people's expectations, um, or at least what I'm thinking of is like, like maybe they come to nutritional therapy and they like think I'm a therapist and they just start like laying out their life in front of you. I'm like, yeah. I don't know about that, but you know, how many vitamins do you take? <laughs> Wait, so are you saying you go with the flow or no? Um. I don't think, like, I can't. Like, if somebody comes oh, to me expecting setting, me yeah. to be, like, a clinical therapist, I don't have any qualifications for that. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It could be bad. Well, that's the, These what, are the things yeah, I Yeah, you have about. to look up the laws, like. Yeah. Do they sign anything before you talk? Oh, for sure, yeah. There's yeah. a disclaimer that states, um, like what the services are and like what our limitations are and that kind of sets the expectations yeah. but like if people just come in with their own ideas about like this is what I want and I'm like whoa I don't know if I can even do that uh, but like you want to meet people's expectations yes yeah, as, as far as taking 
certain action, you kind of have to control that for yourself, regardless of what the other person expects, right? But as far as um, temperament or behavior, it can be really effective to act in a way which the other person is going to be pleased by yeah. or, or expect. Right. I feel like, I don't know, a lot of people that are really good in business or like even just social settings are very charismatic. Yeah. And like, how how does one gain a charisma point or something? Yeah. Like, oh, that's what I'm trying to learn I because... I mean, I'm sure you've experienced it in certain settings mm-hmm. where it's like for one night or for three hours or even for 20 minutes, something in your brain just like switches and you have this ability, like everyone laughs at everything you say yeah. and everyone's That's never getting along. Happened. <laughs> That's never, are you serious? Uh, I'm sure it's maybe. happened. Maybe it has, maybe I haven't. Like with people way. you're really comfortable with, mm-hmm. you know, you're just sort of like, I think a key to it is that you're not thinking about yourself at all. You're just like Present. out of your, yeah. Yeah. You're out of yourself. And that's part of what I mean by like trying to trigger that extroverted state more intentionally. Okay. That's not a good symbol. I like the Gemini symbol. See, and then that's yours. people. Oh. Oh, and so there, there's multiple symbols then, charms, right? So you go to your sign, and like, that's, it's telling I'm flexible you about Gemini's. multitasker. I don't yeah. Know about that one. Well, apparently you are, because you're a Gemini. Like yeah, <laughs> why, is, why is that such like an important thing for dating know. sites is yeah. a really good question. I guess so you, you can also check your compatibility with other signs. That's guess, a thing. Yeah. I get from a business perspective actually, it's like anything that seems remotely relevant and that people are going to be into, you just add that because it's yeah. so cheap. It's pretty mainstream too. I feel like I know a lot of people that talk about their sign and like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. (laughs) (laughs) Do not. Maybe I have these friends. I I don't know. They like heavily believe in it. I'm like heavily. Heavily, like, like I know. uh, I think what I would believe in most is like the moon affects like the magnetic pole or whatever, right? And so, like, that, I don't know, I guess where I got that from is, um, these parents were reading books about how, like, the moon affects their kids, and so, like, when it's closer to a full moon, a full moon, they're, like, more wired, uh, and that kind of makes sense, but, like... There's probably been studies on this, right? Yeah. Yeah, there have, well, like, there were books written and stuff, but, um... As far as the signs go, didn't NASA also like change the dates associated with the signs? I don't know. And then NASA people like has power rejected them. <laughs> I swear, I'll send you like when I find where I heard That's that. That's chill. Film. NASA's getting their <laughs> hands dirty. I mean, <laughs> why mess with that? <laughs> I don't know. 
It was because, like, they didn't align the same way during the same dates or something. Actually, I could see that. Just, like, the type of person to work at NASA. So, actually, like, <laughs> you're this. Based on space. Yeah. Yeah. But at least they're not the ones writing in the newspaper about it. That's true. I want nothing to do with either of those groups of people, really. No, I'm good here on Earth. Yeah. Just trying to understand more about myself, not based on a sun. Yeah. Well, it's just the premise of it seems seems dumb. Like everyone born in this period of time is just One like each way. other. Does that seem right to you? I mean. Well, then, like. You would think everyone, like, born in that time or something would be a part of, like, the same social circles or something. Yeah, they'd lean you know, into similar or things. Or, like, maybe even similar religions. Yeah. Uh, might be a stretch in saying, but have the same hobbies. Nope. That's a, a part of sociology. I don't know how those boxes work, but... I would think that according to your astrological sign, if it's correct, like you could probably fit them into a box. You mean More you would less. think if that was Yeah, yeah. if that was the case, which it seems to not be the case. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh according to some. Who am I to decide? I'll let the stars decide. That's not what we want at all. <laughs> oh wait, that's the opposite of what I said. Yeah. That's another thing though, is, is just not arguing with people on that stuff and like letting it be yeah. for your own yeah. peace of mind, I guess. Honestly, like if they want to believe that, like that's totally fine. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't affect me in any way. Just like the news. <laughs> Astrology and the news are one and the same. Basically. You know. Something. Yeah, a lot of... Yeah, like arguing and... Criticizing is just so... Useless towards all of your goals. Really. Yeah. Well, it just like increases tension. And... Usually... Like, if you're being defensive about it, or even if you're being apathetic about somebody's stance, like, it'll upset them. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's better to, better to let people be, right? Yeah. As far as that stuff goes. Yeah. For sure. I mean, that's why I deleted Facebook. It's like, people were so... Did you delete Facebook? Yeah. Did I... you deactivate it or did you... Whatever the other one is. I don't know what the other one is. I deactivated it. Okay. And then... So, because there were, like, so many opinions and arguments. And it was during the election year. So... Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely an outlier. But... <laughs> I just got like so much anxiety reading people yelling at each other via Facebook. Uh, that I was like, I'll just not be a part of this anymore. But I recently got a new one, and I think I accidentally reactivated the old one. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'm not really on either. I don't keep up with that. 
I'm trying to be on them all for business purposes now. That's why I started a new one. But like, I'm not on it yet, I guess I should say. Right, did you start a business profile or like um, it's new, like Michaela? It's a new personal profile that I'm gonna use for business. So like right now, I'm in, uh, like I don't, I think I have one friend on Facebook and I have like one picture, but I use it to be in like this Facebook group of people that are changing their mental state and stuff and so like I use it to read about their stories and journey and like what techniques they're using and stuff so it's more educational that's actually useful yeah, it's yeah. Not, you're not really using it as a social media platform no I, I don't more post as like on a it forum all. access yeah type of thing. exactly I think I use Snapchat mostly because other people use Snapchat. <laughs> oh, really? I was just using it because that's how I knew how to contact you. Oh, yeah. I don't. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. So half the time I read it, and then I put it down because I need to think about it, and then I can't remember you, what was said. And yeah. Just, you you know. can change the settings on that now. Oh, to auto-save? Or what? Uh, no, it like saves it for 24 hours or something, so you can look back at it. Okay. Or at least the conversation For incoming messages. Yeah, okay. but you have to save it per person, so it doesn't <laughs> automatically. Why? I have no idea. Maybe you, there is a way. I'm not savvy at all. You knew about the freaking Gemini science thing. Yeah, because I was just looking at it the other day. I'm pretty sure it's super new, or at least on the newest update. What else do they have? Your birthstone. I'm a uh, emerald. Yeah. Oh, we're Snap OGs because we uh, joined in 2013. What is? It? Oh, is that the first year or something? We have this award. Oh, nice. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just noticed it or something. But yeah. I won't hold it against you. I use Instagram sometimes, I guess. I don't but know what to post on Instagram. I, follow, I do, I just don't. I, yeah. <laughs> I just follow a lot of hashtags and I post once a month so people know I'm alive. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But like, dogs of Instagram. Or like, plant parenthood. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I have a lot of houseplants. Nice. So it's a hobby. That's... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not very active on it. I do not get plants. Is <laughs> <laughs> that it? Uh, please I just, explain. Like, I just don't want to take care of plants. Okay. I mean, they're pretty, but... Uh, oh. I don't know. Maybe it, for me, it's like, I would rather have a dog. But, like, you can't leave a dog for seven days. But you can leave a cactus for seven days. Yeah. You can leave the cactus for seven years, right? <laughs> I water the cacti three tablespoons of water a month. Wow. And they're blooming, so Good. I guess that's right. Uh, but yeah. No, I have a lot of other plants that need watered more often, but it's like, they won't completely die if I just decide to go to Montana for a week. No. That I makes bring sense. Them back. I feel like way too many people get dogs. Yeah. Or at least 
I shouldn't judge their decisions in their lives, but for me, it's way too much money, obligation, time to It's a huge it commitment, like, I feel like people sometimes spend more thought into getting a dog than they do having children, yeah. which I would think would be backwards, but as far as dogs go, like, so many people just have them for a couple of years, and then they're like, oh, it got too big. I was like, did you not know what it was going to look like? That you got my it? Mind. Or like, oh, we're moving. Okay, well, you have another family <laughs> member that's a dog. I don't know. We bought one of those dogs. Um, this family is moving out of state, and they could take one dog but not two, so they had a Newfoundland, which is a giant, giant dog, and then they had a miniature schnauzer, and we got the miniature schnauzer. Wait, they, they got rid of one of their two dogs? Yeah, they got rid of the smallest that doesn't shed. Yeah, but that's still so sad and unbelievable. Yeah. Like, how so did you get rid of they're splitting up dog? these siblings. Yeah, I don't know. But... Uh. That was like in high school. That's how we got our miniature schnauzer. Nice. That's cool. Do your parents still live wherever? In Nampa. Yeah. Yeah, they're over there doing stuff. What did they do again? Um, my mom is a stay-at-home mom with no kids at home. And my dad is, um, he's the sales manager for Syngenta Seeds. Oh, I've driven past that. Yes. In like Tampa, uh, Caldwell, something. Yeah, they Middleton, have a, maybe. the center he works in is in Boise. Okay. It's actually off of Emerald. Um, oh, okay, dang. So he's yeah. not at, I've probably driven past like the, the warehouse or yeah. Yeah, yeah, they used to have a warehouse off the side of the freeway yeah. or something. But yeah, he's over there doing that. Um, and then Brett's just chilling in Montana, freezing to death. He, what did you say he did? He got his master's in computer science. Computer science. Yeah, and now uh, I can't even begin to describe what he does. It's something with like software and their emailing system or like memberships or something. He works for this company called SoFi. It's like a financial firm. SoFi. Yeah. They have like an investing app. They do. That's he had something to do with that. Cool. I don't, he like tells me about computer science, which I think is super cool. Um, and he like got all these books on coding for Christmas one time. He was explaining and I just got so lost. I could feel like that glaze <laughs> yeah. feeling. I was like, I don't know what you're talking oh. about at all. Yeah. But yeah. My brother was doing computer science and then we switched to information technology management mm -hmm. or something like that. IT. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they're both like growing fields. I mean, you're always going to need them. Does uh, Brett get paid pretty well? Yeah. Yeah. Um, almost too well. <laughs> yeah. He was like asking me 
think it was last year, he was asking me for like style recommendations and he was like ordering these boots from Europe. It's like, nice. you just have nothing <laughs> else to do? Okay. Like, I can't Montana, judge, like that's great. Boots. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, he's living the life. Nice. Single in an apartment, like. I like that. It's pretty funny, he has like, he has six gaming consoles, and then he had to get the PS4 Pro, because he got a 4K TV. Okay. <laughs> I haven't really kept up with uh, So, like, I don't know, it just allows it to work. He can it. play PlayStation in 4K. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, do you want my PS4 and TV? I was like, sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> these are the perks nice. of you making too much money. I like it. Oh, yeah. Dang, I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad my brother is going into IT then. Right? As it's perks. As it's perks. Yeah. No. Family is good. But like, the holidays? I don't know. I don't know how the holidays are for you. <laughs> holidays it's just, are like, here. so overwhelming. Yeah. Oh, do they have the red cup again at Starbucks? Okay, they went for it as well. Do you remember the red cup fiasco? Yeah, it was satanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. It was fun though because people cup. would design or would write on them. Yeah. And draw cool things. But now they're already designed. No politics this time around. No. I feel like that always gets brought up around Thanksgiving. And it's really Mary frustrating. That's what it um, says. You mean at your like dinners? Yeah, Mary yeah. Coffee. At the oh, dinners. Really? Yeah. My whole family's pretty conservative. So we uh we had like an even split <laughs> and then our, our family split, so now we have two different Thanksgivings. Dang, really? Uh, it got that intense? Yeah. It was pretty bad. Um we don't talk about it. <laughs> Which like is not healthy at all. But that's that's how they're deciding to deal with it. Uh, Gotta use mental processes to fix it all. They're uh yeah, they don't really wanna do that. <laughs> you know it's is bliss. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so holidays are a little stressful. But, that sucks. That kinda ruins it. Yeah. If it's stressful. Yeah, like that's the opposite of what holidays are supposed to be, right? So is your your mom and dad's side don't talk to each other? Is that? What's... Oh no, like my dad's side lives in Illinois, but it's not okay. a problem. But my so mom's, mom's side, some of her siblings and her parents. It's mostly like one of them against the rest of them. Yeah. And then, yeah. Awkward. Yeah. Very. But, uh, how so, are the holidays for you? Like, do you guys good. get excited about them? Yeah. Nice. Most of my family's in Washington these days, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And two of my grandparents passed away this year. So oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, my dad doesn't really have extended family. Mm -hmm. He actually has no extended family now. And my mom's side is all gets along very well. Yeah, that's good. You guys play ping pong at the Sometimes. dinner table? <laughs> Over the, the turkey? Table? Yeah. Not quite. No? <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, 
Look at the table. Oh, yeah. We do like ping pong. We play it separately from eating. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it's less messy that way, I guess. But, yeah, I just remember you always telling me like how good your mom was and like you could never beat your mom. At ping like, pong? Yeah. Oh, I can beat her now, for now sure. Now you can? You've had enough practice. Yeah, I'm old enough now. <laughs> you graduated. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I still meet with one of my professors like every Sunday to play oh, ping pong. Oh, that's cool. You mean your philosophy professor? Yep. That's really cool. Yeah, it's kind of weird also, but it's cool. How did you guys get to play ping pong together? Uh, he followed up with me to see if I was going to go to grad school. Mm-hmm. I was, and so he was advising me on that, uh -uh. and then yeah. somehow ping pong came up one time. Like, I'm really good at ping pong. Oh, I'm really good at ping pong. So we played like, once. Good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we got a little competitive, and then we played, and we decided that I was better at ping pong. <laughs> and then, and then he we gave just you a full playing. ride scholarship. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So for a while, it would be philosophy and ping pong. Right. Since I'm not going to school anymore. Just play ping pong, and talk about easier. sometimes philosophy. He's super into like health stuff too, or at least supplements and like hacking your body yeah. for like better oh, performance good to hear. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And he's really smart, so he's much smarter than me. But you're better at ping pong. Yeah. Yeah. On so you guys days. can both benefit. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I think I keep in touch with my professors because, like, I really? might go to grad school, but, like, playing yeah. ping pong with them would be uh, Or yeah. even, I remember when I was doing directed research, we'd get coffee and I'd play with their dogs. <laughs> like, that, I wish I was still doing that for sure. I feel more and more like I have to get rid of coffee in my life and just caffeine as a whole. Yeah, and it's a slippery slope. Uh, have you so have you been off for a while or are you no, just cut, um, cutting back? I on? cut back. So I have like one eight ounce cup of coffee in the morning. Uh, but I used to do two sixteen ounce coffees in the morning and then have like coffee in the afternoon. There was one point in my life not too long ago where I was drinking more coffee than water. Yeah. I'm like horrible at drinking water. Uh, but yeah, so definitely cutting back and then not after the morning at all. It just that's good. Like I Save get headaches too. from them. Yeah, for sure. And then that's another reason is like I already have a really hard time sleeping, so it would just make it worse. Yeah, sometimes. I'll work out late at night, mm -hmm. and it's like, I'm already tired, and I don't want to work out, so yeah. I drink caffeine. Oh, and then, to get you there. Yeah, and then it ruins. And then you can't sleep the rest of the night, because you drink it so late. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially because then you have the endorphins that you're also yeah, it's, running it's, on. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad and all. Maybe, like, move those to the morning, if you have time. I know it's a huge restraint. I do have... Yeah, that's something I'm gonna have to figure out as a realtor because my schedule is basically my own. Yeah. But. Which is cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And flexible. It's a big reason why I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. It's not being under other people. Yeah. And yeah, just the flexibility. But 
Yeah, I'll, I'll work out in the morning. It's not that hard of a commitment to make. No, especially like if you're already used to working out every day. Yeah. It's just like switching the time. Yeah. I feel like it would be harder to just start working out, especially in the morning. For sure. Yeah. I had these roommates last year. We all got the same gym memberships together and stuff. And we we're going to the Idaho Fitness Factory. Okay, nice. In Nampa. Yeah. And it's like maybe 10 minutes away from where we lived. And like, I wake up <laughs> at five every day. I'm like, seriously? Be, yeah, Jeez. I was like, we could be at the gym like before you guys go to work. And they were like, yeah, that's an awesome idea. Like, let's do it. And I think they went a few times one of them went more than the other uh and so it's then, like day one they go yeah okay and then it's day two um they didn't want to go because they were sore <laughs> and i was like that's the point though like it's good and, you know like then one of them would go and the other one wouldn't and they would switch and stuff but like yeah apparently 5 30 is not a good time to go to the gym if you're just starting out going to the gym it's not good AM or PM. It's 5.30, it's a madhouse Ooh, PM. Yeah, even like from 7 to 8, it gets pretty packed. Yeah, that's when I've been going this week because of my school schedule. Yeah. Like, why are all of you people rough. here? Like, yeah. just go home. <laughs> right, but that like after work crowd though, gets way too busy. I recommend 5.30 to 6.30. <laughs> Almost no one is there. Yeah. It's hard to... I feel so weak and sleepy at that time though, you know? That's the point though, like you're waking yourself up. And like, I don't know. No, the point's to get stronger. Oh, okay. And yeah. mentally tough. Mentally tougher actually. That's the thing though, with yeah, the more mentally. resistance you become tougher. Right? That's true, yeah. I guess I'm just complaining that it sucks to wake up that early. It does suck. It would have been easier with the time change if you just stayed on the time I never change. felt so good in the morning that day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> one day. Yeah. Yeah. I was up at like 6.30 or whatever, feeling great. See, and then you just keep that going. Yeah. Like the time didn't change. Yeah, that's, I mean, this class has got me up at 6.30. So tomorrow morning is going to be a big, big test. Yeah. Are you going to sleep in? Got to. I'll sleep in a little bit. Well, Not <laughs> <laughs> 6 7. Get that snooze. The snooze oh. is such a dangerous game, though. I don't use snooze. I just turn it off. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. I have only been using snooze uh, since my season ended because now it's like. I wake up. So what are your hours when you're uh, when I work in the forest? In the forest yeah. um, it's four tens with a half hour lunch. Okay. So you work from 7 Damn. to 17.30, 5.30. 17.30, nice. Military time. Very intense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like, but what's great about living there is you live on a compound, right? Okay. It's like a cult. And yeah. You do have a lot of cult knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's the weirdest cult I've ever lived in. But so at like 6.50 or whatever, my commute is I walk to where the truck's parked. And then I'm at work. And like then we fill up with gas, like get our saws and 
check out of the office and go into the forest. So what are you doing? Um, like, walking trails and so on trails. Uh, usually we walk them, or we'll dirt bike slash ATV, depending on whether they're motorized or not, um, or like how thick the brush is and stuff. So like, Idaho City Ranger District is a huge motorized district. Every year they have, um, it's called the Enduro, and it's a hundred mile race through the trails on our district. Like, people know about it, and they come there a lot, um, so, like, it's really important for the trails to be cleared away, or else people will just make their own trails, like, throughout the forest, and, like, erosion, constant enemy, and, uh, so we go in and we'll, like, cut the brush away from the trail, and we'll dig water bars, or make bridges, cut down trees. Dang, you actually like construct bridges? Yeah. Um, usually we make them out of like logs and stuff, but we're getting a bunch of grants um, to fix the ones that burned in the Pioneer Fire. Because like 2016 was the biggest fire in Idaho's history, and it was only on our district in part of Lomans, but. When were, when were the fires in Boise? Was that two years ago in the summer? You mean in the foothills? Yeah. It's every year, but uh, <laughs> there was one at Table Rock that okay, was pretty that's what bad. I'm of. Yeah, Super that was close a couple years ago. Yeah, I worked on one this year. Cause, so I have, it's called my red card, so I also can work on fires. Like, I'm certified. So I'll go out with like the hand crew, the engine. Uh, a couple times a year or something. But we went out to this one behind the Lucky Peak Marina. Like, you can still see it. There's this huge Burns Garden and everything. And, like, we were hiking up there, like, looking for hotspots and everything. And you just look down, you see people, like, boating and having a good time. Like, this is, I think it was mid-July or end of July. It's just hot. And you're carrying like a 45 pound pack and pants and like two Wearing shirts. All this stuff, yeah. yeah. And like, I don't know. That one was like the worst one. Yeah. Seems like hard <laughs> work. There. Oh, it is. That's why I like it though. It definitely is. You don't need to work out if you have <laughs> yeah. that I job, is the workout. But yeah, yeah nice. even like trails. I don't know if trails is easier or harder than firefighting because like we definitely hike a lot more um, and we use our saws a lot more than wildland firefighting. But, I mean it, it also depends on the fire. So are you just living with the group, some group of eight to, I don't even know how many people you'd be working with. But yeah, so like... In, how big is your cult? In, <laughs> It's pretty big. Yeah. It's a big <laughs> the, in Idaho City, there's... Do you have any literature uh, I can look at? Mm, no, we keep it pretty DL, you know. Oh, really? Sets, you know. Okay. <laughs> no. There's three bunkhouses, like ones for crew three, which is the hand crew, and then we have one for the hot shots, which... That sounds dope. Yeah. <laughs> they're cool. It's like, uh, it's a type one crew, so like they go on really intensive fires. 
they're they're hot shots. I don't know. It's like prestigious uh, job title. But then there's the other one for the outcasts. That's where I live. And uh, usually it's like some people from the timber department or like silviculture. So it's miscellaneous. Yeah, exactly. So like in one side of the bunkhouse you have six beds and then two bathrooms. Uh, and it was just me and this one other girl in that side all summer. And Dang. then the other side was like four dudes. Um, but then, so it's pretty cool, like Wednesday nights are volleyball nights. You like go out to the volleyball pit, which has this really coarse like mountain sand. It just tears up your feet so bad. But yeah, we have like that, a horseshoe pit and a fire pit. Like, there's always stuff to do. That like, seems fun. Out. Like, it's kind of like your camp. If, assuming you get along with everyone there, or you like most people you work with, it's like you like a camp. Like, it would be ideal. Yeah. Uh, for six months. Yeah. I used to call it adult summer camp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this year, there were a lot of problems. Really? Especially with people not liking people. But Dang. yeah, in general. It's like a really fun place to be. Which... You ever, yeah, I guess, are you coming to Boise every so often? Because I feel like I would get yeah. lonely, I guess. No, or like... for sure. Like, there's definitely a certain kind of people that live in Idaho City. Like, mountain tough is like how I would describe them. Um, but yeah, us yuppies, we would come down to Boise. <laughs> We've actually been called a yuppie. Yeah, I've been called a yuppie many times. Or city folk, or wow. whatever. But yeah, um, I would come down to Boise pretty regularly. Mostly to get groceries, because they're kind of expensive in Idaho City. Uh, okay. And there's not like a large selection. Yeah. But uh, I've done some deliveries there. In Idaho City? Mm-hmm. What? I, we don't even have often, any actually. medical place at really? all. Yeah, there's... There you go. Well, no, they have one. It's like the emergency volunteer ambulance people. I deliver to, like, residents. Oh. Mostly drugs. Yeah, they do a lot of those up there. Yeah. <laughs> Hospice drugs for me, Oh, sadly, okay. But, so no. if you know where a lot of old people live, that's probably where I'm at. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't... I don't really leave the cult that often, you know. <laughs> but, uh, You're not allowed, it's an interesting. So. Right, right. That's a really interesting town. Like, there's three food places, and they're all the same. And then there's three bars, and they're all the same. <laughs> so it's, it's nice That's to it. come to Boise. Yeah. But, uh, the drive's not that bad, too. It's really pretty. 45 minutes, also. Yeah. I mean, Gorgeous. Which is why so many people like use our forests and trails and stuff. Yeah. It's like it's so close. Well it seems like a fun place to go for the weekend. Yeah. There's like a the springs hotel or something. Not a hotel, but in the pines. What? <laughs> it, uh, it's called in with two ends because oh, they're clever. The pines. In the pines. Is yeah. that on like the main road in town? It's on yeah, highway twenty one. Okay. <laughs> There is, there's uh, the highway, and then there's two roads, and I just know it by Main Street Street. and not Main Street. Okay, Uh, I know Main Street. Okay, yeah, there's 
think there is a hotel on Main Street. There's a hotel on not Main Street. And then I think the one I was thinking of is on Highway 21. Before you get to it, there's a place called The Springs, which is a pretty swanky, like, hot springs resort. Okay. Um, and I think that's, like, related to In the Pines. But uh, I've never been to any of them. Because uh, I live there. But, yeah, try it you out. can stay there. I guess there's Airbnbs. That makes sense. They have a gated community there uh, called Duquette. Uh, I think, yeah, it's just called Duquette. Um, and they have some pretty swanky cabins back in there. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those. Most of the stuff I've seen up there is Falling apart. more low-key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they try to keep the historical feel to a point where, like, it's kind of just in shackles a lot of the times. But they've also been restoring portions of the town, which That's good. look nice. Yeah. So it's a pretty even mix. You know what the population is? 538. Yeah, dang. That's I actually really tiny. every time I, like, drive in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it is really small. Uh, Nobody's really moving there, right? I mean... People are actually their home value really? has gone up a lot really um, so are these people are people moving in and building vacation homes yeah so like a lot of cabins big, bigger cabins um i know a couple of them are for sale by the locals that are trying to move like farther away from boise uh it's too populated uh stop the growth but um Right. Uh, Trudy's Kitchen is like one of the most famous uh, things to do in Idaho City. And she sold that for like 1.3 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then it was bought, I think, by a Californian. And then so was the springs. And then the town was like in this uproar really? about like keeping Californians out. Yeah. Dang. And I was like, you can't really just tell them they can't buy stuff because no. they're Californian. But yeah, no, it's pretty big, especially because it's like raising the value of everything. Yeah. It's so weird. It's hard to imagine myself being against something like that. Yeah. But I guess. It's natural growth, but yeah. like. If you not grew up there and it was small the whole time, you're 60 now. Yeah. And you're like, right. let me just die <laughs> in the same place. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a mentality. Or like, have you ever been to Centerville or Pioneerville? Um, I think I've been to Centerville. I don't think I've been to. Pioneerville is out there. Uh, how far away is Centerville? Depends how fast you drive. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, probably 15 or 20 minutes down. You can only get there by a dirt road. It's a, the 307 will take you there. And then you turn to go to Centerville or you keep going to Pioneerville and it's probably another like 15 minutes. I think I have. Is it more to the west? If you're coming from Boise, yes. Okay. Farther left. Yes. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Um, I delivered there. It's pretty out there, but like the people there are so fun. I don't know. Do you 
Are you an avid people watcher? You said Do you enjoy just like seeing. I mean, sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They have like this very distinct personality. Really? And it reminds me of like the old Western movies. They have not changed a bit. Like they'll just. <laughs> In a just time capsule? Mean mug you, like pistol on the hip. It's pretty Why? interesting. I don't know. It's just their, uh, how they've grown up and. I don't know if it's like the lack of outside population or they're just really content with their town and they don't want anybody else in it would be my guess. Part of me is envious of that, I think. It's like they don't care about what other people think really. They're just like yeah. happy to chill. They're so independent. Yeah. They're definitely mountain people. One, the one delivery I did have there, I drove, it was like a big loop, kind of, and it was a whole neighborhood, so it's like 1 to 60 or something like that, Yeah. and yeah, when I got out of my car, this guy pulled up on his ATV, and he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and like, I'm delivering drugs, yeah. he's like, go slower next time, like, yeah. okay. Uh, Definitely, that happens a lot. Um, especially because most of the roads are just made of dust. So, like, <laughs> yeah. it's really Not annoying to get dusted <laughs> out. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. It's pretty pretty classic that they're on an ATV, too. Like, they're not going to whack over to you. I know. They it's might yell weird. at you, uh, yeah. but usually it's ATV. He was like... Nice, nice enough, you know, yeah. he was peeve, but it's better than it's respectful. It's pretty funny, um, like, especially on our government compound, we have a limited number of, like, trash receptacles, mm -hmm. and uh, so when the locals come in and, like, dump their garbage and stuff, we have a few people that'll be like, do we even live here? And, like, they'll step out of their house and... Wait, so they yell at it. you for not... No, like, we, as in the, the federal employees on our compound, oh. yell at the locals for just, like, dumping their trash. Their trash they'll put, in like, your sp spot. Yeah, they'll yeah. put, like, furniture and mattresses and stuff. And, like, we have a lot of people that live on their compound, so... I don't know. I don't know if that, that's just, like, the community thing to do, is, like, be upset about it. You get caught up in all that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I should care. It depends how long about you live there, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're pretty interesting. So are you doing it again in six months? Maybe. When do you have to... Um, so, like... Do you sign a contract or? No, they just submit your rehire paperwork. Because yeah. I'm not applying for a higher position or anything. I did apply for like the next pay or wage wow. grid, yeah. Um, but like, especially with this nutritional therapy certification thing, I'd like to work on my own. Other priorities, yeah. Yeah. Like, like still doing stuff that I love, but in a very different area than the forest. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, especially with like how much drama there was this year. Yeah, left a bad taste. Know. Yeah, for sure. Like my crew was awesome, and like we crushed our goals. Uh, 
and I loved the job itself. But yeah, it was like the outside pressures, I guess. They're not good. Yeah. It seems fun if you're yeah, if you're down with the people. Yeah. Like, it seems really fun. If you like hard work in the forest. That's true. It's perfect. You need to be down with some physical labor. Yeah, for sure. Like, especially it's really cool. Um, I mean, depending on what you want to do on in life. I know, like, a lot of the hotshots and firefighters and stuff, like, they'll be unemployed the other six months and just go travel around. And, Dang. Uh, yeah, like, that's ideal for some people. And they, they can go. afford that somehow. Yeah. Well, like... Because fire pay, you also get um, hazard pay and then overtime, so you're working like 16 hour days for two weeks straight. Dang. Yeah. Um, and then those roles can get extended, and you're not paying for food because everything's catered or MREs. So. Right. So your expenses are super on. low. Yeah. When you're there. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, so definitely if you want to travel the world be a firefighter yeah. if you're okay with giving up your summers but then you can like winter in Bali or Colombia or something somewhere really cool yeah there's some dudes on my street growing up who did that to pay for college mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of them yeah do that not a bad idea yeah one of my buds he's going to school for civil engineering but he firefights in the off season because like it just pays for all of his school dang yeah that's nice yeah yeah, that that pay is like definitely better than uh, than what I was making, but it's also a lot more intensive. Like you get more dangerous. no time off. Yeah, it's a lot of strain on your body too. Like I could do that for a couple months, but like I don't want knee problems or like lung problems. Yeah. Dang. So I don't know if they take that into consideration as much. But, uh, it's something that I worry about. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we're like worried about it. For sure. I'm trying not to worry about that stuff. Like Obviously, don't do one. don't do stupid things. Yeah. But as far as like spending my time thinking about that, like yeah. Sometimes <laughs> caffeine gives me weird heart feelings. <laughs> like palpitations yeah and it's like okay yeah that's a sign on action but i'm not gonna be like am i having a heart attack am i gonna yeah. have a heart attack blah 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 do you know if you're sensitive to coffee i didn't think i was because i could have a ton feel really good yeah obviously that's why yeah. i was drinking it <laughs> the point of caffeine and, I don't... and now like in the last six months to a year mm -hmm. yeah gerd and Heart palpitations, I guess. I don't know. Yikes. Um, <laughs> not very I smart. Think, <laughs> I think I was asking my question poorly. Like, not how it affects you, but like whether you're sensitive to it in a sense of like food sensitivities and allergens. You can also be sensitive to beverages. Um, so, what would that look like if um, I was? I mean, I. I mean, like, with any, when you think of allergies more, you think of, like, reactions and rashes and stuff. Um, 
I think one of the most helpful tests to know if you're allergic to or not, it'll raise your heart rate. So immediately after consumption. Um, you can even do this test on yourself. I thought caffeine did that anyways. It does eventually, right? Because as it's being digested. But like, initially, like immediately after. So, I guess what I'm thinking of is there's this sensitivity test you can do. You take a whole one minute pulse and then you have the food or beverage in your mouth for 30 seconds. And then you take your uh, another resting heart rate full minute, and if it's greater than six beats per minute, like you're sensitive to it. Dang. Okay. I'll have yeah. to try that. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I've been trying it on like almost everything that I've eaten and stuff. Uh, Club crackers, obviously, because they. I think it's because they have uh, wheat, so like my gluten sensitivity. So anything with wheat, like my heart rate will go up. Dang. Um, but yeah, uh, I've heard like the guy that was telling me about it, his heart rate went up 18 beats per minute after holding a part of a banana in his mouth for 30 seconds. And like he eats bananas all the time and like wasn't realizing how it was affecting him. So that means it's some type of allergic reaction or? Not necessarily. Not necessarily allergic, but definitely sensitive. So right, okay. your body is like analyzing the food through your salivary glands and everything else in your mouth. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to try that. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I like <laughs> it. But yeah, um, I tried it with like coffee and then coffee with creamer and then like coffee with sugar. And, like sugar was really bad yeah. and it's not even like I wasn't even sugar crashing it was just immediately after consumption yeah. so you know it'd be a lot of things yeah. yeah I've yeah I mean my palpitations don't happen immediately after mm -hmm. it's like like maybe that increase of heart rate like yeah. leads to what's well, that plus exercising because mm -hmm. when you are doing that for a period of time that's jacking yeah. your heart rate like crazy and that's yeah. when every now and then like and you drink coffee like every time before you exercise right or like Almost. close to it and then you have heart symptoms <laughs> rarely but yeah okay so i mean it could be affecting it's like noticed it. it's like yeah every few weeks mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that would be. Sounds like it definitely could be affecting it. What are you accusing me of? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that maybe you could solve your own problem. Yeah, I think you're you right. Know? I'm not saying like that I know what the cause of it is. Yeah. But. No, I agree. I'm with you. I need to yeah, decide what I want to do with it. Mm -hmm. It's just cut down massively, mm -hmm. try that, or completely go caffeine-free. Yeah. I like coffee enough that I drink decaf, so. Yeah. That's good. Decaf is good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely like can't drink caffeine after noon, even. 
Do you ever get like caffeine headache? When I don't have it. Oh, so like a withdrawal symptom. Yeah, not when I have it. Right. I always feel really good when I have it. Yeah, that's a common plus. I was thinking like, oh yeah, it's just like, I'd be feeling so good right now. Yeah. And, I don't know, I really like drinking hot beverages, especially when it's cold outside. It's just like a feel-good thing. I agree. But uh, I started forcing myself to drink tea, or like herbal teas and stuff. And like, I think my favorite right now is uh, ginger turmeric tea. Mm -hmm. Turmeric's supposed to be really good for you, right? It is. It reduces inflammation. which is like a common thing for me. I'm still trying to figure it out. But uh, yeah, and then the ginger's like anti-nausea. Oh really? Yeah, so it just makes me feel really good and then I throw some lemon in it. Um, it might not be good if acid's your problem, but uh, yeah, ginger turmeric's really good. I like it. I think lemon is supposed to be bad. Tomato mm-hmm. is supposed to be bad. Oh, took a hole. Do you want to borrow the book? Or at least, like, flip through it or something? Yeah, I'll flip through it. Okay. I don't know if I'm down to read it, but... <laughs> it's not, like... I don't want to bash on the book. It's not a good read. <laughs> okay. It's definitely, like, if I wasn't required to read it, I would have never found it. If they don't sell it at Barnes & Noble, either. It checks. But, uh... Yeah, definitely, it's good information, though, and I feel like you can get the information pretty quickly by flipping through it. Yeah, maybe I should. So I do want to fix fix my life, you know? Yeah. Isn't that what we're all trying to do at some point? Yeah. It's just just one thing that I've been avoiding, you know? Yeah. I was talking to uh, someone today about, like, I just want to feel better. Like I'm tired of feeling tired. I'm like sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. Exactly. I'm like just being more mindful about those choices. I think it's probably my only goal in life. <laughs> really? Because yeah. like if you do that, then you're gonna feel content, right? Like you find success every day because you can be content with the choices you made. Yeah. That's some serious mental stuff. Yeah. I've been writing down like three things I'm grateful for every morning. That's really good intention setting. What are you grateful for today? Um... I mean, unless they're too personal, it's fine. No, they're not too personal. I'm just gonna frick. <laughs> One was my real estate class, and I finished the first week, and the test is over. One was right here, right now. I'm like, oh, I'm thankful I get to do a podcast with Michaela. Yeah. And the last one, I'm not sure. Well, there's still time in the day. <laughs> there's still time. I wrote, I wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. I like. Um, I've been journaling, which uh, is kind of the same like as far as intention settings go. 
So like first I'll just free flow like everything that's on my mind, which is usually oh, like, way too much. So I just get that on the page, and then it's kind of like, oh, what, what steps did I take towards my goals today? Like, was I mindful at all? Like, did I take a moment to like step this is away? In the, at the nighttime. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of do like a little recap, or like, if I felt really anxious, like, did I question? like why I did or like I don't know definitely a lot of my perceptions I like to question because um, they're usually based on just like how my brain was developed in childhood and those reactions um, for sure and then yeah like changing that mentality and kind of shifting toward a state of growth yeah, I, I also have three things that would make today great, or like kind of goals, you know, and then a quick mantra, and then come back at night and say, what made today great, three things, and then what could have made it to, uh, today better. Oh, so that's a good reflection Did I not too. Very abbreviated version of yours. Yeah, I really like writing. Yeah. Uh, so I think I made it more lengthy than it needs to be, but. Well, it needs to be however you need it to be. Yes. Yeah. You know? That's a good point. It's very individualized. Um, I feel like I look forward to it now. Like it's definitely a habit that was hard to build into my day, but. I think, I don't know, I think I would say that my life's better for it. That's good. Yeah. And it's also, like, it's better than just scrolling through social media mindlessly. Seriously. <laughs> Which is what I was doing before. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at all those puppy pictures. Dogs on Instagram. <laughs> or plants. Plants. <laughs> One or the other. Those are not even that bad, actually. Compared to what you could be looking at on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Or like Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Not my platform. Yeah, I, it's been good. It's all super useful. Yeah. It's also easy. Everything is just. Once you get the habit down, it's just so easy and mindless. People are too wrapped up in, like, uh, I can't motivate myself to do this small thing. Yeah. And really, like, once you do it a little bit, your body takes over. Well, and... That's exactly it. Like, once you make conscious decisions multiple times, it can become a habit. Yeah. It becomes unconscious. Yeah. That's, that's also what, what I was reading in that book. It's something about habits. Yeah. Uh, it's like the whole point of doing it and like finding a way where you can either motivate yourself or like find an accountability system to make a new habit and then once it's set like you just run with it yeah. I wish it were that easy though you know it is that easy it is, like, the idea is the practice, though, like, there's so much mental resistance, I find. It's, like, it's hard to, 
I don't know, like not everyone can just give up sugar just like that. But you're gonna still crave it or Yeah. I mean yeah, some in some cases you'll obviously have just physical negative responses yeah. to your change. That's hard. But there's also that mental resistance where like you're used to doing it one way and you have to make that shift. So. That's where I'm at with caffeine, honestly. Yeah. Do you find yourself like talking out of, talking yourself out of like quitting? Yeah. In a way. I'm like, uh, like, will I'm not really gonna have a heart attack. I, or when I, I don't know what it, I don't know if it actually causes a heart attack. I don't know. It might. Maybe for, for some, I mean. Yeah. Like if you had maybe a health history. It's That's the thing, like, yeah, I feel, I got checked out by a doctor because of a chest pain that I thought was from caffeine. Yeah. Turns out, well, it still is from caffeine probably, yeah. but it's from acid reflux, not from heart right. issues. And he's like, your heart's looking super healthy, your blood pressure's low, which is good, yeah. and you're, I'm young, I have no history of it, yeah. so I, I talk to myself like, Okay, you're having like heart palpitations, but it doesn't matter, like, I can't you're die. Young. Yeah. 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 I think, foolish. uh, definitely, I've kind of, I don't know, I think one way I talk myself into being healthier is, like, preventative medicine, uh, but I do have, like, a really bad family health history, especially my mom's had cancer twice, like, Hey guys, thanks for listening to episode 16 of Inside Kevin C. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Michaela. I know I did. Uh, if you want more, I have 15 other episodes for you to check out. So uh, look through one of those, and I'm sure you'll find something else you like. And uh, that is it. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day.